0: This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not substitute for professional medical advice. Please seek a medical professional or healthcare provider if you're seeking any medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Thanks, everyone. Hi! Hi, Weekly. We are going to talk about the golden ratio. golden ratio and attractiveness. I wish we had a filter. There is there is a filter for it. Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah,
1: and I think you could even download it. I'm not sure if TikTok and Instagram have it. They probably do, especially Instagram. Instagram has like an insane amount of filters. Yeah. You want to look it up?
0: Yeah. So okay. we are on, talking okay. about the golden ratio, okay, yes. and attractiveness. It's a little bit out of the medicine we're going to tie in a little bit on medicine and maybe how it's potentially used mostly like in cosmetic procedures. Exactly.
1: And then I focus when it comes to attractiveness, the research I focused it on what makes us attracted to somebody else, like physically and the brain, what gets triggered, all those mm-hmm. things. So we'll talk about that. Ah, yeah. Here we go. I knew it. Let's Instagram. See. So there's several. That's,
0: that's the one. That's yeah. like the actual golden yeah, ratio. Yeah, exactly.
1: So. Whoa.
0: <gasps> what? Look, look at my that- face. Oh, it like proportion. Look at my. Oh, boy. I think I look- That looks right. horrible. It looks like an alien. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> there's another one. So it's supposed to go from your eyes to the center of your face. That's and it's like it divides your face into sections. So basically, well, I just look at myself here and I look at myself there and I'm like, yeah, it's oh, I'll have like bushier eyebrows in this. But too, it like. fixes it because it literally proportions your face completely. Yeah, yeah. And that is, okay, well, we're going to talk about the golden ratio yeah. So. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I know. Okay, so what is the golden ratio? <laughs> All right, so <laughs> the golden ratio is
1: us. Hold on, before, because yeah. this is a weekly, so a lot of people may just be listening in audio. Oh. What we were doing that whole time is that if you search on Instagram, like the filters, you go to the little magnifying glass, just search in golden ratio. And I went to the first one that shows like a mask on it. And that's what we were laughing at, that we look like aliens. Um. So you can laugh yeah. with us and... Even post it if you want. I will. I'll post the yeah, ones of can us. Yeah, we post the ones of us. It was scary. Not great. And I looked like an alien. Horrible. Horrible. So I don't want that golden ratio on my face. Yeah, no, but thank the you. other
0: one that we did. But the other one that was like just makeup, it didn't show like. It, yeah, it didn't proportion out our face, but it put like makeup on what the most symmetrical, yeah, face would be. Yeah, and it does look that one nicer. looks great. Yeah, yeah that one look, look great. nicer. Mm-hmm. But you'll, well, I'm going to talk a bit, a little bit about, we're going to talk about the theory and then yeah. I'm going to kind of trickle in my theory into yeah. it as oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is just a conversation. This is actually going right. to be like a fun episode because it's yeah. a little bit of less medicine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, so the golden ratio, it's a special number that is approximately equal to 1.618 for those of you that really want that number. <laughs> for you math people out <laughs> for there. For you math people out there. I'm not, but... <laughs> <laughs> go hand <laughs> so it's okay so this number it's also called the golden section and the golden mean right and or the divine proportion so divine yeah proportion. and the divine proportion it comes from divina proportion yeah something like that but it's basically <laughs> if you look at it if you google it it's this shape and it's these triangular shapes. I'll and put it here. Yeah, for those of you watching on YouTube, I'll put it here. Yeah, but if not, and if do not, what you, you can just Google it. Yeah. You'll see it's basically like beautifully like proportioned triangles that makes like this beautiful shape. Okay, so it has many interesting properties and applications in mathematics, art, nature, and design. I'm sure someone has it tattooed on their body somewhere. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Absolutely. It
1: looks to be like a cool looking tattoo now that I think of it. Like the little spiral thing. Yeah, the little yeah.
0: yeah the Fibonacci sequence. That's like a
1: nice
0: one. I like it. Okay, I guess. <laughs> so it is related to the what Julie just said, Fibonacci sequence, the Pentagon, the Dodecadron, and the icosahedron. So glad you're reading this. So okay. glad. All I thought about was my virology class. Because yeah. these are like the virus shapes yeah. and stuff like that. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so this sequence also includes fractals, chaos, and many other topics. Very out there for me. This is not what I studied. I love this shit. Yeah, (laughs) Julie's Julie's face. If you guys can see Julie's face, she's like in it. She's like, oh yeah. Tell me more. Yeah, tell me more. (laughs) I had a lot of fun writing this one. (laughs) Um, So some people believe that the golden ratio is aesthetically pleasing and can be found in many natural and human-made objects, such as flowers, shells, faces, buildings, paintings, and music. So it is is a really pretty shape. It, It reminds me of... Oh my God, what is that shape? The one that has... It's like a circle and then... And, and everyone says that, like, everything in the universe, like, has this shape. It's a Fibonacci sequence. Is it? This, this shape. Okay. Well, oh, but maybe it is that, Right, then. because it does the, you see? Because
1: it yeah. does the little shell-looking yeah. thing. So then it kind of, like, falls into that sequence, is, like, what they say, at least. Like This. Could, uh-huh. This. But you see, that it is, is that, many, uh, that. many of that. So it's just, like, like. Like a little spiral. Exactly. So it's a Fibonacci sequence that just, like, spiralizes. Yeah, yeah. the
0: Fibonacci spiral. That's exactly what it is. But,
1: like, the main thing is that even if... This is, like,
0: the base shape of it. Yeah, exactly. So then as
1: long as that base shape is in something, it could be that, it could be that, it could be that, that, we find it more aesthetically pleasing for whatever reason. Okay. So that's, like, the the basis of the theory behind it. I fucking love this shit. Anyway, go ahead. Julie's going
0: ham, (laughs) and I'm over here just trying to... (laughs) I'm like, what is this? Like, trying to find the shape of this and everything. <laughs> but anyways, okay. So I think how... that's why I love
1: flowers. Oh, maybe. Flowers have it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway, sorry. So how does it relate to attractiveness? So some scientists have suggested that the golden ratio can also influence how attractive we find each other, and especially like people's faces. So they argue that the faces that are more symmetrical and more proportional, according to the golden ratio, are going to be more appealing to us. However... This is not universal or a proven rule, and there's many other factors that affect our perception of attractiveness, such as personality, culture, preferences. Yeah, yeah. This is a theory. Yeah, exactly. Theory,
1: theory, theory. theory. There's not like hard-based evidence on this. Yeah.
0: So, I'm going to take it. The golden ratio can be
1: applied to the human face by using a mask like we were trying to do (laughs) with Mm -hmm. Instagram, and you could go on Instagram and do what we were doing by using a mask that divides the face into sections based on the Golden Ratio. The mask has a vertical line that passes through the center of the face and two horizontal lines that divide the face into three equal parts. The mask also has four diagonal lines that connect the corners of the eyes, the tip of the nose, and the corners of the mouth. The mask can be used. I'm going to put it here for those of you watching on YouTube. I'll put it right here, what the mask looks like. If not, just look at it. It's super easy. Google search. The mask can be used to measure the symmetry and proportion of the facial features, such as the eyes, nose, mouth. And chin, Mm -hmm. honestly, like there's a bunch of those filters out there that they mess up with, like mess around with my chin. First of all, I don't really like using filters because Mm -hmm. they like it, doesn't even look like me anymore. Yeah, and it's like, who am I lying? Yeah, who who am I trying to lie now? But, anyways, they do something to my chin that I'm like, it's specifically my chin. I don't know what the hell it is about my face, but it's sometimes like tiny, and I'm like, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? I have no chin. Like, this is... Anyway. The more the facial features align with the mask, the more they are considered to follow the golden ratio. So some examples of celebrities who have been found to have high scores of facial symmetry and proportion according to the golden ratio are Natalie Portman. Beautiful. Beyonce, gorgeous, beautiful, and Bella Hadid. Beautiful. Well, she had surgery to get her have you seen her before and afters? No. I haven't seen right it. Right now. Look it up right now. No. Bella way. Hadid, before and after doesn't even look the same. It's like a Kylie what? Jenner all over again. Oh,
0: sorry. I'm thinking about Gigi Hadid. No,
1: no, no, no. I don't I don't know about Gigi, but Bella. The okay. the brunette.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her before and afters are like oh. Kylie. Look at that. Wow. Dude, this plastic surgeon is is an artist. She actually no wonders. I always thought to myself, I'm like, man, Bella Hadid looks so different to Gigi Hadid. Yeah, there you go. And but now that I'm seeing mm-hmm. her original, she looks more like Gigi here. Yeah. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah. Look, look at how high they yeah. put her eyebrows there. Yeah.
1: In. Definitely. I always, mean, she's yeah. wearing that
0: bun that's like tight. Yeah, but look, her
1: eyebrows are always like that though. Yeah. Like they definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. Look at that, that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, mean, I, I when I first saw that, I'm like, damn, she pulled that Kylie there. I know. Their facial features are well-balanced and even, and they match the golden ratio mask closely. However, this does not mean that they are the only ones who are beautiful or that everyone who follows a golden ratio is beautiful. Beauty is subjective, as we keep saying, this is a theory, and depends on many other factors besides the golden ratio. So the science, so the science behind
0: attractiveness. Okay, so, so yeah, attractiveness. I'm bringing
1: science into this. I know, you know? I know.
0: <laughs> so attractiveness is believed to be the reflection of an individual's health and reproductive viability. See, there is medicine to this. I promise, there is. That's insane. It's like, true. If it's you're like attractive, the, you're more able to get pregnant. It's Go like ahead. the lizard brain thing. It like lizard brain thing. What? You haven't heard of like the the? It's like a
1: monomer it's like you know lizard brain it means like your caveman brain oh okay okay like archaic brain yeah exactly it's that it's like woman that has big hips could carry my son caveman (laughs) that
0: stuff that stuff okay so (laughs) it so it's been found that certain features such as leg to body ratio and body composition may play a role in determining attractiveness as well so there have been studies that have shown that the average of the lower body ratio. Leg to body ratio, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say lower <laughs> lower body. <laughs> That's the same. Yeah, same thing. You're not wrong. All right, so leg to body ratio are rated as the most attractive, indicating good health and reproductive potential. Those long wow, that legs. That's so shitty. I know, it's horrible. I know. It's like what? I guess and the th- thing is like beauty is subjective. And you, so you
1: know, if you think about it, back in the nineteen fifties, remember like the bomber girls and stuff like that, they were always like like sitting with their legs like Yeah. You yeah. know, like the, the the typical bombshells. Like yeah, the, you yeah. know, that they were always like with the titties out and then like just with cross legs, like
0: long, cross
1: yeah. crazy. Crazy. And you, you really look back at it, and you're like, Fuck yeah, it, it's
0: I see it now. Barbie. <laughs> barbie yeah i know exactly Which perfect should... perfect example Which Long... the, movie, the movie is like totally against that exactly. <laughs> anyways so additionally body composition specifically fat and muscle mass also influences perceived attractiveness the optimal fat and muscle mass for men's bodies align with healthy ranges while for women the most attractive fat mass is lower than the healthiest appearing fat mass fucking great yeah i mean Wait, are you shocked to...
1: are you shocked by that
0: Wait. It so. means
1: like that we find, or at least people, what people that find men attractive, mm-hmm. it it aligns like their body fat composition aligns that- with their attractiveness. So yeah, it's yeah, healthy yeah. and yeah. it's still like fine. Now for us, oh, oh for women trying to say yeah, it doesn't align like the yeah. the body fat with health. Yeah, the like fat mass is lower. The-
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah. I- I are you shocked? Because I'm, no, I'm not. No. When mad. I, when I read that, I'm like, of course it
0: is. Of course. <laughs> Which is crazy because back I then, know. like in. Like back back then, that was yeah. like a sign of like attractiveness and royalty and like. All but that's things. because they had money. Yeah, exactly. So then it was like, yeah. oh, they have
1: money. They're they're chubby yeah. because they have money. money. So then it's like there's yeah. attractiveness to that. Now exactly. it's like, oh, you're fat because you eat like fast food or whatever, yeah. and then that's like, which I go into. It's shitty all the the, the mentality around it is all shitty. Because very vain, just very horrible, vain. horrible, horrible because it's not true. <laughs> you yeah. know, there's a lot of problems and reasons why people are even either really really thin or very very heavy like yeah. it's not based on just laziness or yeah anything yeah about. it's for bullshit. sure for sure but anyway good continuum all right so
0: these findings suggest that attractiveness is linked to indicators of good health and reproductive fitness or vanity yeah <laughs> and, yeah <laughs> and that's true social cultural factors there may also are. play a role in determining ideal body size Ooh. and composition 100 and at the end of the day like ideal to each their own yeah, right yeah. so and what is ideal not- for me is probably not ideal for someone it's else it's not for us like yeah.
1: we have different tastes which is a great thing but right. yeah, it's like very very different for everyone and for cultures too which i've mentioned Yeah, you know, culturally it's very different yeah, yeah yeah you know so facial attractiveness facial attractiveness is complex as we were just saying right now yeah and it's subjective again That has been studied by many, many studies and many researchers. So some of the common features that make a face attractive are symmetry, as we've mentioned, a symmetrical face is more appealing than an asymmetrical one, and it indicates good health and genetic quality proportion. The size and shape of the facial features should be balanced and harmonious with each other and the whole face. For example, the eyes, nose and mouth should not be too large or too small. And the forehead cheekbones and chin should not be too high or too low smoothness smooth and clear skin is preferred over wrinkled or blemished skin as it reflects youthfulness and vitality it's great because i had i was i was a pizza face when i was in my high school years that was not crazy
0: you know i really feel like it's just that people are like so hard on themselves and that's why this episode i'm like damn like we're like humans are like really hard on themselves 100 percent. you know what i mean yeah because when i see someone with acne yes i'm like i see your acne you Mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah but i'm not like like, well you shouldn't leave the house you know that's something that has changed over time too
1: though because i remember in high school Yeah, I mean I took Accutane and everything I needed to get rid of it like I was now it's become thanks to Gen Z it's become more of an acceptable thing like oh yeah Yeah. you have acne yeah don't who cares like it's normal this and that you know back then at least talking on my personal experience Mm -hmm. it was like no cover it up No, that's awful.
0: Like, you know,
1: slather that thing up with makeup. Don't you dare, which is only making it worse.
0: Yeah, not not only that, but like people that do have acne, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't, like they're obviously going to be down about it and insecure and stuff like that. But it's so crazy. We're so hard on ourselves because to me Mm. it's like, Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, 100%. And finally, sexual dimorphism. A face that displays features typical of its sex is more attractive than a face that is ambiguous or androgynous. For example, a feminine face has a small nose, full lips, large eyes, and a round chin, while a masculine face has a strong brow, square jaw, and a prominent nose.
0: Yeah. You know, okay, so there's I this have a like, big famous nose, um... <sighs> I I think I, I don't know. I think I have like a medium Oh no- no, yeah, know. you have a normal nose, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but awful. I have I don't have like a chin. My chin gets lost and I don't have yeah, like I think it's though. But, oh, you so, mean your jaw, though? Yeah, like, like my jaw. jaw. Okay, like, right. I have a round jaw, so it, like, blends yeah. in with my chin. Does that make sense? Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. that's not a bad thing.
1: Clearly, apparently. Like, it's no, not I bad know, but th- like, my
0: smile, uh-huh. like, there's no... Um, like, you mean definition. Definition, exactly. Okay, okay, okay. So, but anyways, again, yeah. we're all hard on each other. Yeah. Uh, or all hard, hard on ourselves. So, funny thing is that on TikTok, mm-hmm. there was this super famous, trending filter okay the glamorous the oh the bold glamour, bold glamour. I look horrible with it I look when like I Shrek. put it on <laughs> I was like let me see what the hype is about and I would see other people put it in I was like oh wow it makes them look yeah. great yeah some people it looks great and then I put it on myself I looked same awful I look awful manly manly yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 or what I envision what manly yeah. looks like exactly so same, same. i i was like how is this i look
1: like a oh, man yeah and they even updated it and i did the updated version still same thing i don't i don't use it yeah no i don't no. i don't I've use never, it it's just, never used it's it. just too much anyway yeah so however these features are not universal or fixed as they can vary across cultures and time periods we just talked about time periods mm-hmm. Different societies may have different standards and preferences for facial beauty depending on their values, norms, and environmental factors. For example, some cultures may favor lighter or darker skin tones, thinner or fuller lips, narrower or wider eyes, etc. Moreover, the perception of facial attractiveness can change over time. We yeah. touched upon that as historical trends and fashions influence the ideal of beauty. For example, in ancient Egypt, here we go. I did it Egyptian on purpose. I did it on purpose. Shameless plug. I mean, come on. Cleopatra. I mean, she's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. You yeah. can't. Anyway. For example, in ancient Egypt, a long and slender face was considered attractive, while in medieval Europe, a round and plump face was preferred. Yeah. Yeah. So that's very drastic and different. <laughs> Hmm. Therefore, facial attractiveness is not a simple or objective concept, but a dynamic and relative one that depends on various biological. Okay. He's cleaning his butthole. His butthole. <laughs> it's great.
0: I just wanted to make sure he didn't take anything from my purse. No, he's cleaning his butthole. My Stinging bad. Back. It's yeah. great. Anyway, um,
1: various biological, psychological, social. Let me just restart that again. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking of his butthole now. <laughs> we went from facial attractiveness to my dog's butthole
0: Brody, yeah, stop he's, he's cleaning his butt <laughs> quitting it. it's distracting man
1: <laughs> yeah so therefore, therefore. Facial, <laughs> facial attractiveness is not a simple or objective concept but a dynamic and relative one that depends on various biological psychological social and historical factors what one person or culture finds attractive may not be the same as what another person or culture does. Yeah. Beauty is indeed
0: in the eye of the beholder. If y'all were to see Julie right now <laughs> saying that, she's like up and up and close and personal with the camera.
1: Ah, oh, that Celsius hit in an empty stomach, so I'm here. Oh goodness,
0: I <laughs> need to catch up. Okay, physical. so physical attractiveness. Cool. <laughs> This for sure differs for everyone. 100%. So some of the general factors that contribute to body attractiveness are body shape. Okay. So the shape of the body can indicate health, fitness, fertility, and strength. For example, a low waist to hip ratio in women and a higher shoulder to waist ratio in men are associated with reproductive potential and attractiveness. Yeah, it reminds me
1: of bodybuilding. Like my dad was a bodybuilder, mm-hmm. and the ideal like bodybuilder shape is that V shape. Yeah, the V shape. Yeah. So it's like you're super, super wide upper, you know, upper yeah. back, and then tiny, tiny hips. Like you mm-hmm. know, like that. It was always like I still have like photos of my dad and like his bodybuilding agent. Oh my god, how like, funny! It's it's crazy to think about, but it's true. It's like. Yeah. And then the ones that have the more exaggerated like shape like that, Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. um, perfect example back in his prime, mm-hmm. they
0: won all the awards. I mean, the man won Mr. Universe I don't know how many times. I know. You know? So. Yeah. Right. So body size, the size of the body can reflect nutritional status, lifestyle, social class. For example, a slim body may be preferred in cultures where food is scarce, right? Scarce. Scarce. Yep. Scarce, scarce or scarce. Tomato, tomato. Wander, so? wander. Wander. <laughs> lander, wander. Wander. <laughs> so, I think it's, it's scarce though, right? I think so too. Yeah. Okay. I, I would say scarce. But. Yeah. So for example, a slim body may be preferred in cultures where food is scarce or expensive, while fuller bodies may be preferred in cultures where food is abundant or cheap. So body movement, the way a person moves their body can convey confidence, grace, emotion, and personality. So, for example, a smooth and rhythmic movement may be more attractive than a stiff and jerky one. Tune into our TikTok where Julie and I dance. (laughs) I am negative. By no means am I good at what I'm doing. But Julie. (laughs)
1: Girl, in comparison to me. I am on the negative scale on the physical but body movement. We didn't post movement, the first one. We didn't post the, post, the first, no, post, post didn't. Post first one. No, we didn't. because that was, was
0: like so good. I, I landed in the street. No, Julia, looked, <laughs> Julia was cha-cha'd into her, her neighbors across the street's house.
1: Oh, my God. Horrible, horrible. I was
0: literally like, Julie, where the fuck are you going? Where are you going? Somewhere else, clearly. (laughs) But anyways, okay, so body adornment. All right, this is definitely very cultural. Yeah. So the use of clothing, accessories, tattoos, piercings, and other forms of body modification can enhance or diminish the attractiveness of the body. For example, a well-fitted and stylish outfit may be more attractive than a poorly fitted and outdated one. Okay. But there are other cultures and, oh yeah, religions and... Big time. The one that... The one that comes into
1: mind immediately when I hear like body adornment with attractiveness is Indian culture. Yeah. Because those brides look incredible.
0: I know. They like look like an so Indian
1: bride. They are the definition of body oh, adornment. My God,
0: my like it's amazing. My medical school roomie and bestie, she I went she's Pakistani and I went to her wedding and they celebrate like well, she celebrated three different days. Mm-hmm. Every single day. Just their outfit. That's what I'm saying. Her makeup. Yeah. Her jewelry. Everything. It's like her henna. Like it was just gorgeous, 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 gorgeous.
1: That's why, like, that's the first thing that comes into mind. The that colors, type of oof, oh it, everything's God. vibrant. Everything yeah. is just like the red gown that she wore.
0: Wow. It's maximalism to its Beautiful. core. Like it's just yeah. she looked gorgeous. Absolutely. I cried when I saw her. Okay. And I, anyway, I really want to go to a wedding like that one day. Oh my god! I
1: want to befriend people. somebody and in everyone culture just to go to their wedding. And everyone looks great.
0: I know you. So so it's like the draw. whole family. Yeah. yeah, the whole family looks amazing. I'm like, wow. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, I, I'm I'm here for it. Anyway, okay, anyways. <laughs> so, however, these factors are not universal or fixed, as they can vary across the cultures from time from time periods. So different societies may have different standards and other preferences for body beauty depending on their values, norms, and environmental factors. So, for example, some cultures may favor taller or shorter stature, lighter or darker skin, muscular or slender physique. Moreover, the perception of body attractiveness can change over time as historical trends and fashions influ- influences the idea of body like beauty. So, for example, in ancient Greece, a muscular and athletic body was considered attractive, while in the Renaissance Europe, a curvy and voluptuous body mm-hmm. was preferred. Okay. Um, so, I think I've seen this a lot, too. Like, even in makeup trends. Oh, yeah. I love makeup. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so, so it, it was... It's just been a part of my life for a really long time. I have a problem with red lipstick, but I love makeup. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but if you notice, like, the way that we used to do our makeup oh yeah, is very different. There's really good filters on that.
1: Really? Oh, my God. You haven't seen
0: her? No. You would love that. There's yeah. filters of, like, 70s, even, like, the 20s makeup, but oh, stuff like that, oh, and how yeah. you would look. Exactly. It's so and cool. it's it's crazy because, you know, now, like... This time, like, very popular was like the clean girl aesthetic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I mean, I could just compare it to like the 80s. Yeah. Know? The 80s is not clean girl aesthetic. Color. Yeah. Color. No. Bold, big. Yeah. Everything. Big. Everything is big. Bigger yeah. is better. Big hair. Just yeah. Everything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Big shoulder pads. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly and not even that long ago like just maybe i think i saw it with one of these um, makeup influencers that i really like i mean there's so many of them but i, I forgot rose and ben yeah she was like i'm gonna do half of my face of current yeah. like how you know it's yeah. trending right now and then the other half of I think 2016 or whatever mm-hmm. and 2016 was all about the super defined eyebrow, eyebrow yeah that's yeah, like yeah. super cut crease, yeah. cut crease yeah. and then like very very heavy eye makeup yeah but then a nude lip yeah and then heavy on the contour yeah like super really heavy on, contour, heavy on yeah. contour and then the other side of the face which isn't more now it's more like subtle yeah like a little lighter on the contour. Exactly. Maybe a little bit of blush. And then like yeah. super light makeup. Yeah. Light and makeup, then the you know? blush
0: was only like on the top. Yeah. Now then it's like everywhere, like all the way up here. It's, mm-hmm. it's so different. It's so different. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like yeah. beauty is, you know, it's so different. It's very, it changes. All the time. All the time. And you know what's coming back? What? That I've seen plenty of people talking about already. What? Thin eyebrows. Fuck that. I'm never going to nope. do thin eyebrows. Nope. Nope. But I... I'm not doing it. It's, not it's doing coming it. back. Not doing it. Another thing that I love, like fashion sets, like, you know, before it used to be like tight, cropped, like all these things. Mm-hmm. Now it's like very baggy pants, like in baggy the 90s. Jeans, like in the 90s, exactly. Maybe like a tight crop or something. But then huge jeans. But even uh, a big sweater and yeah. everything is just like the chic, you Exactly. Know? Exactly.
1: Yeah, and also Gen Z, like you guys are telling me to get have been telling me to get rid of skinny jeans. That's not gonna happen. Oh yeah, It'll I know. I,
0: I don't I'm know a millennial. That I, I don't know. I'm a millennial. I don't know when all of a sudden that became like a it, sin to I, wear skinny jeans. Yeah, I'm not gonna wear baggy.
1: I can't. I can't. My thighs are too big. Oh, I, yeah. I wear baggy jeans all the time. I can't. I, 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 I feel them. like
0: I look massive in it. I know, temple. but I think it's so when I first put on the baggy jeans I was like oh no like I do not look good in this but I think it's again because we are so fixed on how we kind of grew up right. and, the, and like when we got like our own sense of fashion right you know yeah yeah I so gym, now I and now I love it I yeah. love baggy jeans and I but the thing is that when I put on skinny jeans I'm like oh I forgot how much I love these yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. so and I don't
1: mean like Death defying skinny. No, I know. I you know, know, I don't mean that, but I'm not gonna get rid of my whole wardrobe.
0: No, for no, this no, style. no like, uh, I'm sorry, Gen Z. But i am
1: sorry general Z. No, and there's even it. videos
0: of people are like, hey, millennials, like, here's a good transition from skinny jeans. And I'm like, I don't need to transition I'm not doing anything. it. Yeah, i not exactly. doing it. Just like the skinny bras, hell no. Yeah.
1: Look at these things. They're not going
0: anywhere. Absolutely not. Anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> so, body attractiveness is not simple and it's not objective, but a dynamic and a relative one that depends on various biological physiological social and historical factors so what one person or culture finds attractive may not be the same as another person's culture or definitely not yeah i mean we even
1: see it in the hispanic culture we're hispanic and we see it like the classic one the classic trope with Mm -hmm. hispanic culture is that Hispanic men like curvier women, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know all that stuff. While like, this is all very stereotypical theory. Like, I'm not saying that this. Well, is real. Bad
0: Bunny did not fit that criteria.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly not. Yeah, you know, clearly not. But that's what I'm saying. It's all like the stereotypical like, video, videos
0: of Kendall Jenner dancing, like trying to like so like me. Yeah.
1: With with
0: well, no, I know with Bad I Bunny
1: no girl you are not like kendall jenner is not like like my butt has rhythm but the rest of my body it does not follow it it's fine anyway but then the trope is the other like aspect is like white men like like more like thin you know just big boobs forget the Mm -hmm, butt mm -hmm. you know just big boobs and thin like all around thin which is like different from hispanic men that like the butt, the thing, like Kim Kardashian pretty much in her prime, like yeah, yeah, that yeah. body style, you know? So it's just, it really depends. And that's just very stereotypical like just the, you know, generalization of that theory, but yeah. that it's it's still here to this day. Like, I mean, not, not that long ago. Remember, Kim Kardashian, J-Lo, mm-hmm. all of them are the ones that brought that type of like yeah. body image into, in yeah. per se. Before that, it was all these models like Kate Moss and Whatever that they were real thin, yeah. like super super thin, and that's what was in when we grew up. <laughs> I mean, there's so many funny TikToks and that. I know. But it's, yeah, us millennials, we are scarred. Like yeah. we survived the '90s yeah. with everyone at Britney Spears, Christina yeah. Aguilera. Yeah. Remember super when they were like
0: skinny, super Bombed. super skinny? Exactly. Don't you remember when I love her, Ashley Graham, yeah, on the cover of Sports oh, Illustrated. Illustrated. She's gorgeous. She's man. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful, and it was. So such a historical moment when she got on the cover of Sports Illustrated yep. and I was just like why it's so beautiful but of course it's not the standard that Sports Illustrated had yeah because it was all these like very very thin fit super busty exactly but
1: yeah so it's different
0: Okay, moving on. (laughs) So the other thing is facial expressions. So gestures and non-visual cues are important ways of communicating our emotions and intentions. So our body language. Yeah. They can also affect our attraction to others as they reveal how we feel about them and how they feel about us. So some of the ways that these cues influence attractions are facial expressions can show positive or negative emotions. Happiness, sadness, anger, disgust. Positive emotions such as smiling, laughing, raising the eyebrows can signal interest, liking, flirtation. Negative emotions such as frowning, scowling, narrowing eyes can signal this. I'm just trying to say, like, can you imagine furrowing your eyebrows and telling someone that you love them? (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. I want to try this. I want to try this. I love you. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't, like, say it that way, but it's like... I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I really wish everyone on the podcast was, that's listening to us can see our facial expressions right now. We're really trying to... Oh my God, it'll be on YouTube, so... Yeah, we're trying to use our, our negative emotions, but say positive things. Okay, I'll, I'll try it now. He <laughs> <laughs>
1: can't that's even, that's even say it. Me. But it's like, what tone am I using for this? Am I using a happy tone? Yeah, a happy okay. tone. I love you.
0: <laughs> Guys, oh my god! Order so your bad. significant other or a family member or a loved one, and just do a negative emotion face, but with a positive so tone. <laughs> when we say like a negative emotion face, like
1: pretend you saw something disgusting or you smelled something like a fart. And
0: like yeah, wait face. a minute. I'm gonna say something else. Like, okay, I'm gonna say you are so awesome. Oh my god! Okay, okay, okay. do it, do it. To the camera, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> You just saw somebody. Because <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> well, I'm It's funny. actually really hard. I know. To do something negative when you want to say something positive. 100. percent So I'm trying to like <laughs> look like disgusted. Like you look so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm sweating. I'm fucking sweating.
1: My hands are again. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll try. I'll you try.
0: You try. You try. Okay.
1: <laughs> i can't do it the words can't
0: come out i of told mouth. you it's really hard okay
1: okay okay okay. hold on i could do this come on disconnect this it's hard to disconnect the face from the voice the right feeling, yeah uh, you look
0: awesome
1: <laughs> she, t- she doesn't even
0: have that tone of voice what look awesome. <laughs>
1: i'm trying to force it out that's the thing it's a you look awesome <laughs> Who is that talking? That's not me. That's not Julie. Okay, last time, last time, do sad. Okay. Uh, Do a sad face and then say, I'm happy.
0: It's the the opposite. I'm so happy. No, I can't. You hold Scotty, you were there. I know, just like, I'm so happy. (laughs) But I have to say it like happier. (laughs) <laughs> okay, guys, we're
1: having way too much fun with this. Oh my God, this will be a great clip. Anyway, stay tuned yeah. for that.
0: <laughs> okay, so gestures oh. can convey meaning, emphasis, attitude, such as pointing, <laughs> nodding, shrugging. They can also be used to draw attention. <laughs> Initiate. I'm already thinking of how to do this. I'm, I'm like the opposite. So they can also be used to draw attention, initiate contact, create intimacy, such as touching, hugging, or kissing. <laughs> gestures that are open, relaxed, oriented towards the other person can indicate attraction, while gestures that are closed, tense, and or oriented away from the person <laughs> can indicate
1: <laughs> aversion. So it's like if you're going to hug someone, but you look like you're averse. Yeah, I know. It's just like... So it's, it's like an uncomfortable hug. And, yeah, and like an, an
0: uncomfortable, uncomfortable hug, I guess. Like... Just like. <laughs> guys, <laughs> guys crazy. I really wish you could see it. That's trying... yeah. right. You really should. This shouldn't. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway. This is funny. This is funny. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, non visual cues um. can include vocal, olfactory, or tactile <laughs> signals, such as a tone of voice, scent, or touch. They can also affect your attraction to others, such as convey information, emotions, or arousal. For example, a high-pitched, fast, loud voice can indicate excitement, nervousness, or anger, while a low-pitched, slow, soft voice can indicate calmness, confidence, or intimacy. So, yeah, a pleasant, natural, (laughs) and familiar scent can also attract us, while unpleasant, artificial, or unfamiliar scents can repel us. Yeah. So, actually, this is like so this is just me so everyone has different senses of smell but let's say sometimes when I put on a perfume and I think it's too florally yeah what I'll do is that I have a body splash that's vanilla okay like a vanilla bourbon mm-hmm. so it just like warms it up uh, and like tones it down okay so I mean definitely like did you get the perfume finally no I haven't got the perfume I know I need to get, that. I need to get it it's just I know it's the house the house I've been so preoccupied with the house Online and Sephora. I know. Online and Sephora. I know. The thing is that if I go out Sephora, I'm going to buy more than just the perfume. And then it's <laughs> going to become a problem. <laughs> because I still need to do a lot of shit <laughs> at the house. <laughs> so I'm trying to avoid Sephora at all costs. But I actually need to change out my perfumes. There's a couple of perfumes that I have well, are like old. Whatever you know, they change.
1: Yeah, yeah. But whatever you do, you need that one in your I arsenal. Know, like I know. percent really good. Anyway, but like, um, I, I mean, I'm all, I'm like a huge sense, sense yeah me too like me not too. even perfumes colognes yes 100 percent. i love a good cologne on a man 100 mm-hmm. percent. mario has like really good ones but it's beyond that and it, and it goes back to our pheromones yeah. episode yeah. check that one out so you could understand what i'm about to say but there's something there yeah okay because it could be like just your scent everybody yeah. has a scent yeah like a natural sense of yeah. theirs and it that's like a huge part of attraction yeah, to me. Definitely. Any, mm-hmm. at least personally to me, mm-hmm. there's a. I guess it's a musk.
0: Maybe is what it would be called. I don't know what yeah, the word musk is, is definitely for it. Like that body, right? Of like, yeah. And I'm not scent. talking
1: about like sweat
0: or something no, gross. No,
1: it's not anything gross like that. It's just a scent. Yeah, like there's just a
0: scent. Yeah. yeah, and there's people that actually. Like the smell of sweat.
1: Yeah, that's true. Like, you see, there's something
0: to yeah. it. There's something so, there. Like I don't know. I'm not talking. I'm not I'm talking about bo. You
1: know? Know, like, no, no, no. I'm talking no. about just sweat. Yeah, that yeah. has a sense of its own, other it's than like what people BO. say. Is you walk into a room and it smells like sex. Exactly. Yeah. There that's has. To be something there, something there has to be, yeah. something there because how the hell do, can you sense that out? Yeah. And then there's also this is how different people like smell because mm-hmm. the same perfume i yeah. wear it will smell different from you yeah 100 percent.
0: No, yeah yeah you know it's the body oils and all that there's stuff. Just, like times where i have like other people's like clothes and i'm like oh it smells like this person yeah yeah exactly yeah anyway all right well that was a tangent <laughs> so <laughs> we were talking about it you know so like... to wrap it up facial expressions <laughs> gestures non-visual cues can really tune into like the attraction that we have to other people mm-hmm. as they communicate our feelings and intentions as well as influence their feelings and intentions towards us so I mean no, we didn't talk about RBF. Yeah, wrestling bitch face. <laughs> Which yeah. I suffer from him. bad. Julie has really bad RBF. <laughs> I do. I don't think I have it. I think sometimes no, I'm just like lost in space. So No, you really don't. So okay, social media. Alrighty. So social media influence and
1: cosmetic procedures. This is huge in yeah. the world of attractiveness and what we're talking about right now because and in Miami. you cannot oh yeah, in Miami, LA, definitely. Yeah. Because you cannot argue that social media has a huge influence in what we find attractive these days and what's
0: trending and all that stuff. It's pretty sad because I see it a lot in teenagers. First of all, when you're a teen and an adolescent, you're in a very sensitive time period because your body is changing. Hormones. Hormones. Everything that's like small is massive to you. Yeah. So then you have social media and you compare yourself. Yeah, you compare yourself to other people. I had a patient tell me she's sexually active. Mm-hmm. She's young, like maybe 14 or 15. She's okay. That's not, even, that's not even bad. So, or th- in, your, in, in my world. In your field, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she's sexually active, and I was talking to her about like contraception, yeah, like yeah. oral contraception, like oral birth control pills. And she was like, Well, I don't want to take them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I was like, Why? And she's like, Because they're going to make me gain weight. -hmm. And then I was like, yeah, but you're having unprotected sex Mm -hmm. and you're running the risk of getting pregnant. Yeah. And then I and just in my mind, I was like, How is that? And so I told her I was like, what's worse? Maybe gaining a little bit of weight or not being protected and getting pregnant. And she literally just shrugged her shoulders. Like she does she that's how important. And she started crying. When I was like, because she saw my face and I was like, are you serious? <laughs> you really yeah, yeah, think yeah. that that is worth it? And she started crying because she was so, yeah. you can tell that there's a lot of
1: social pressures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's 14s so. hard, man. Yeah. It's hard. Uh, what about the Paragard? Maybe Paragard would be a good option for her. She doesn't have like heavy bleeding or something like that.
0: Yeah, they could do Paragard and stuff. But remember, it's also, I'm not like adolescents like mm-hmm. IUDs and stuff like that. It's not that they can't have it. It's just that a lot of people, a lot of providers, like don't do it because of their age. So they prefer to give them birth control pills or maybe the Nexplanon, right? That's good. That was going to be my next one instead of a younger person that hasn't given birth or something like that. Damn, man, I'm totally doable because do I've done it. Yeah, I'm, know?
1: I'm just thinking of the non-hormonal like n- condoms. You know, fuck it at that point, but non-hormonal yeah. BC. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, Paragard. You know, but, yeah, but uh,
0: just, just do condoms, man. Yeah, and so and the Paragard is the copper IUD. So yeah,
1: and it, it, it's non-hormonal because the copper is like natural spermicide or whatever. Yeah, it changes the pH. Yeah, all of that stuff. So anyway, but damn, that's it, it, that just comes to show you how important being attractive, being in a lower weight or whatever is Mm -hmm. you know anyway so social media and other influences can shape our expectations and desires for cosmetic enhancements in various ways such as it can expose us to a large number of images of people who have undergone cosmetic procedures such as botox fillers or surgery 100 percent have you seen demi Moore i haven't seen her in a while okay i went down a tiktok rabbit hole about her because she looks now like a goddess she is she was already beautiful okay but like a couple of years ago she went down i think it was new york fashion week or something like that and she had her face butchered like it was too like she did like these um these fillers but it was like implants in her cheekbones and her jaw was all disfigured like everybody was talking about it like oh my god what happened to demi demi moore's face it's horrible now she just recently came out because of a show or a movie or whatever Mm -hmm. This woman looks, she undid everything. Yeah. And then now she looks, I mean, she's 61, 62 or something like that. The woman looks like she's 40 at most. And like a gorgeous 40 year old. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. So you see that and it's like, oh, 61, 62 year old. But I'm like, yeah, she underwent like heavy, Heavy heavy stuff. It's not because she's, but anyway, she looks incredible. Sometimes less is more. Exactly. And that's pretty much what I think ended up happening in her case. But anyway, so these images can create a social comparison, just like you had said, effect where we judge our own appearance based on how we perceive others' appearances. Mm -hmm. This can lead to dissatisfaction, envy or insecurity and increase the desire to improve our own features. Social media can also provide us with positive feedback and social rewards for enhancing our appearance, such as likes, comments or followers yeah that's that yeah. dopamine rush Hell that yeah. you're like seeking forth so it's like a vicious cycle like yeah. oh if i do this or I, I pose better or i lose weight or whatever do i get it more. Gram. yeah so these rewards can reinforce the idea that cosmetic enhancements are desirable beneficial or necessary and motivate us to seek more of them it can also influence our self-perception and self-presentation through the use of filters like we had just tried very badly (laughs) earlier so um self-perception and self-presentation through the use of filters editing or other digital manipulation these tools can create a distorted or unrealistic image of ourselves which can make us feel dissatisfied with our natural appearance or create a gap between our online and offline selves that's just crazy to even think about this can increase the desire to mash our real appearance with our idealized online image, which I have been seeing that like on social media, mm-hmm. talking about social media, that people are now going to their plastic surgeons or whatever, or not even plastic surgeons, but whoever they, their dermatologist, whoever they go to for fillers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I want my face to look like this. Oh, yeah. This filter. Yeah. So, and then they put the fillers and whatever or whatever it is.
0: According to that filter. It's like it's intense, which I think it's also the responsibility of the injector to kind of say Inject- this is not going to work for you. Right. If it's like, not going to work, you want your lips to ch- change to have more volume. But yeah. when you actually look at the size of your original lips, there is only so much that's going to fit in there. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it, it should definitely be they should be more
1: transparent with that. Be like, this isn't going to look good for your situation or or whatever but i mean they gotta make the money they gotta they have their life you know it's their livelihood other influences such as celebrities peers media or culture can also shape our expectations and desires for cosmetic enhancements by creating or promoting certain beauty standards or trends that we may want to follow or fit in these standards or trends can vary across time place or group and may not reflect our own preferences or needs however They can create a social pressure or norm that can influence our decisions or behaviors. Therefore, social media and other influences can shape our expectations and desires for cosmetic enhancements in various ways by affecting our comparison, feedback, perception, presentation, and pressure. These effects can have positive or negative impacts in our self-esteem, well-being, and happiness. 100%. There's like
0: a mental health-like relation to that, for sure. And then our next section about attractiveness is just the cultural differences, which we kind of already like kind of touched on. But again, like things, beauty standards are the criteria that people use to judge the physical attractiveness of themselves and others. So beauty standards can vary, obviously, depending on where you're from. So skin color is one of them. It's a okay. huge difference in cultures. Yeah, huge difference in cultures. So body shape is another one in some cultures, so a thinner, slimmer bodies are valued as they're linked to like fitness or youth or elegance. But for example, France, Italy, Brazil, people follow strict diets and exercise regimens to maintain that slender figure. But in other cultures, fuller, curvier bodies are admired and they're they're wanted, indicative of abundance, strength, fertility. So facial features is another one. So in some cultures, certain facial features are considered more attractive. This is so funny enough. Uh, this is something that I learned when I went to medical school because I was not around Hispanics 100% of the time. I was exposed to a lot of different cultures. Mm-hmm. And so two of my really... Amazing friends from medical school are Korean, mm-hmm. and one day we were just talking, and it's we look like we were all into like makeup, yeah, yeah. all these things. Well, and they have fantastic
1: makeup yes, and skincare. So, tan, like. but
0: it's so crazy the way that they do their makeup. Mm-hmm. She was explaining, my friend Esther was explaining it to me. She's like, no, Koreans, they do a certain makeup technique to, like, make your bottom eyes look more puffier, more baby, like, dough like ah. And baby, like, that little fat pad that baby yeah, has sometimes so that like, you can look, like, cuter like and youthful. more youthful. Exactly. Interesting. And then, like, what their lips, like, they just shade, like, the darkest uh-huh. of the lip is, like, the inner like the inside yeah. it's not so lined uh, around so it looks more like a bitten yes look, yes you know yes interesting yeah it's when very... it comes
1: to like, and that you see the very opposite of that is like middle eastern it's all about like lining, lining your, exactly and making your eyes look very defined defined and, and yeah which line, i yeah. think it's
0: gorgeous but it's a total opposite of yep. exactly that yeah, yep that's and so then interesting some yeah and then like middle eastern or arabic they have the winged liner to make your eyes look like look very longer. long which yeah. is gorgeous and then sometimes they'll do the liner like on the inside i love doing that it makes my eyes look like so like i know i love it i love it i, love it. I and can't then, just say i have the, i have, don't have the patience to sit there and no do i it, can't like, do it no like, i can barely wear eyeliner i used to do eyeliner all the time every single day and i those days are gone. I do my eyeliner with eyeshadow. And oh, it's, it's very smoky. It's a it's a staple for me at this point. No, I know. But I've always known you with eyeliner. That's like, it. Like, I just, yeah. I need it. If, if I not, don't I'm see you really with needed. eyeliner, I'm like... She's not ready to she's go. She's not out. ready to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But other examples is India, <laughs> Iran, Thailand. People undergo cosmetic surgeries or use of makeup to alter and accentuate their facial features. So different facial features are favored, such as small eyes, large noses, thin lips, or low cheekbones. For example, Ethiopia, Sudan, New Zealand, people practice body modification or adornment to create or emphasize distinctive facial features which is interesting like thin lips is actually
1: desired in a different culture versus here yeah we just like it's everywhere here injections like make them as plump as possible Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) so those are just some examples of like beauty standards like that differ globally yeah but yeah yeah.
1: And then attractiveness does um, correlate with social interactions. So according to some research, attractiveness can have both positive and negative effects on how we are perceived and treated by others. This is so freaking true. percent. You can't deny it. It's a, it's a sad truth. Yeah. But it's a truth. Yeah. Um, here are some of the main findings. So attractiveness. And again, like all these findings, all these research, whenever I mention like certain research or whatever, I always link it in the bio, um, not in the bio, in the in the show notes, both on YouTube and um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all that stuff. So if you want further information, go click on that link. Attractiveness can create a halo effect, which means that attractive people are judged more positively on a wide range of dimensions, such as intelligence, competence, sociability, and morality attractiveness can also confer social advantages such as being preferred as romantic partners friends family members students employees and even defendants in court
0: that is is one that that's what i thought about when it's yeah you know it's like at court they're like wear your hair you know like up yeah like, they tell you, you know, how to do it yeah. wear glasses and all that stuff so that you don't look mm-hmm. you know hmm
1: However, attractiveness can also have some drawbacks, such as being stereotyped as vain, shallow, or arrogant, being envied or resented by others, or being harassed or exploited. Attractiveness can also affect our self-perceptions and behaviors, such as our confidence, assertiveness, fear of rejection, and trust of others. These factors can, can in turn influence our social participation and satisfaction. And I think, oh my god, what's the name of that actress? She's blonde, she was like in all these sing movies and whatever, she lost a shit ton of weight rebel oh yeah rebel yeah yeah. yeah. remember Wilson? yes i think that's her name and she came out not too long ago and she's like i have noticed a stark difference in how people yeah. treat me when i was 100 heavy to now that i've lost all this she lost a drastic amount yeah. of weight she's like people actually like open doors for me now and stuff like that which is something that i something as simple as that wouldn't happen to me before that's and i'm like insane. that's so crazy sad. you yeah. know how valuable that is but Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a little longer, but it was a lot more fun. Yeah, <laughs> and had a good time. And all about the love month. I told you guys that we were going to keep it in that realm for this month. So stay tuned, comment, do all the things. Thank you guys so much for subscribing and doing all the things that you're doing. We really, really, really appreciate it. And um, check out our Patreon. You won't be disappointed. We yeah, promise. You guys will have a laugh. Big time. Anyway, so we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Like, comment, review us on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music,
0: etc. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at funny Medicine Podcast. Our Gmail is funnymedicine305 at gmail.com. And remember, we are not diagnosing you. Definitely not. Just funny stuff. See you later, guys.